Hit me. Ah, yeah. All the chronic in the world can be We're back again. And I want to welcome everybody to another amazing episode. It's about to go down. Let's check this out. Hit it, KC. Take my money. Come on. My house and my car. I hear y'all out there singing and you sound so beautiful, don't you agree? I hear it through the cars. You can have it all, Yes, sir. Welcome back, everybody. This is she and I. I am your host, B-Love. And like always, I have my very special host with me. India Marie. India Marie and B-Love. The husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday. Give it up for yourself one time. I wanted to clap, but I hit the wrong button. But it's all good. So thank y'all for tuning in each and every week. And once again, like always, we have to let gratitude be our attitude. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Before we get started, I want to say give it up for India one time. Give it up. She came on the camera looking fine for y'all. Looking like I'm telling you. Look at that old pep talk. Look at that. Heartbreak, diarrhea, indigestion, upset stomach. She can cure all that. Show them breasts. Show them a little cleavage. Annoying. Show the titties. I'm not showing them shit. What are you talking about? Show me. Show me. Let me see. You know what I'm trying to say. Bust them out. That's annoying. Bust them out. Came to the camera looking that good and you ain't going to share the wealth with me? No. They ain't got to see it. Close y'all out. Let me see a boob. Go you, away. I almost thought she was going to do it. Like Nelly said, up, uh, unless she's going to do it. Anyway, why you look like this? You, what do you mean? Why do I look like this? I, I know why you look like this. That was just a common question so you can tell the people. It was a relayed I'm message. To, I'm trying to figure out why you asking me why I look like this. Like, I'm like. Like, you don't you always do, come. supposed to be out here. She acts like she always comes on the camera looking. She does. Looks beautiful every day, right? All the time. This time, you're fitted and kitted. You feel me? That's because I got had somewhere beat. else to go. That's, what I, that's all I if said. If I didn't have anywhere else to go, I would be in my regular attire. See how women get so offended. I said, why you look like this? And she was saying, I mean, why you ask me why I look like this? And then went on to say, not even 30 seconds later, because I'm looking at the time right here. But that ain't. I would have worn my regular attire. So obviously. But that's just not like a question to ask. Like, it's kind of rude because it implies that you look like shit on a regular basis. That's not what it implies. It implies that today you put a little extra special sauce on your attire. You went on to say briefly afterwards that, hey, I would have worn something regular, which tells me this, what you have on right now, is something special, irregular. See what I'm saying? (laughs) So why I got to get the third degree? I I don't need you being the the collar out of the thing. You look nice. I can't tell you. I gave Thank you. How do we go from a compliment to this because compliments don't involve my titties you didn't have to bring that talk about some show a little cleavage just so you look I'm nice saying, and be done I with it I can see the cleave you didn't gotta show them but show it to me well, you don't have to ask me that on the podcast but now I'm be distracted looking at breasts all day 
Why you got to hit my face? Anyway, if you want to see what India looks like and you're not tuned in to YouTube, I suggest going on over and checking it out. If not, we will put a clip up on the She and I podcast page. So y'all head on over there and check it out. But I just don't understand how a compliment went from good to an argument. I will. It wasn't an argument. I know, but you know what I'm saying. I will say this, though. What will you say? I be getting dressed, and I just, this is going to sound like very conceited of me, but I be getting dressed, and I be like, damn, you can dress. And I just be like- Nothing wrong with that. Give it up for yourself. (laughs) I really be sitting there thinking like- Nothing wrong with big up. I want to do- Big up yourself. Like, whatever- my career is going to be because right now I don't know. I'm just all over the place. Man, you're 35 is, years old. You better figure need, it out. No, I could take. I could take my time. You okay. can have. My, you know what? I actually just watched the video recently. Okay. And the girl was basically like, "Do you know what your purpose is in life?" And hmm. then she went on to say, you know "Like we can is? have multiple purposes." This is true. Because she said that she started, like, the, the lady is in her, she, like, maybe late 30s or early 40s. Okay. But she had listed, like, four or five different, like, major careers that she had had okay. in that lifespan. That's a lot. Like, four or five. Like, maybe. say, for instance, it was, like, maybe, like, she went to school for one thing. Yeah. Then she ended up being a therapist. Okay. Um, That's what I want to talk about Then she worked in hospitality. Okay. Now she's working in coaching, like like life coaching type of things. But she has done like different things. And so she was like, you know, over the span of our lives, we have multiple purposes. I would agree. To fulfill. It just depends on what, you know, phase you're in in your life. No, I would agree with that. Now, I will say. I hope it doesn't take too long to figure out each purpose. You can have a bunch of different purposes. For example, if you may be an inspire an aspiring basketball player and you still like 40-something years old and you ain't made the G League, the D League, the NBA League, it might be you ain't made the YMCA Rec League. It may be time to check that passion in for something else. So I hope it doesn't it, take too long to find what you're passionate about. But I think it, it I think it depends on the purpose. And and I think that the the word purpose, I'm sorry. The the word like passion and well purpose and all of that stuff, I think it's the word that trips people up. Because I think we spend like our whole lives searching for that one purpose. Mm. And we're like I have the to The book stops yeah, here. Like, yeah. Like my purpose in life is to do XYZ. Okay. But I think that as we find one purpose, it leads us to our next purpose and to our next purpose. And because when you're like doing different things, you meet other people that introduce you to other things. Big facts. That leads you to something else. So let me ask you this real fast. Matter of fact, can I go ahead and hit the button? Mm. Let's do it. During the week, we got deep. Let's talk on the podcast. Yes, ma'am. So let me ask you this real fast. What are you doing to cultivate your purpose? It's one thing to say, hey, I found my purpose. What are you now doing to cultivate your purpose, to make your purpose not only be something you thought about, but now something you've taken action on? 
Um, so I do believe that each phase, like each phase you go through in your life is like a purpose uh, for that. So for instance, I don't know if I've told this story before. I, I may have told this story well, before. Well, tell it know. again. We want to hear um, it. But I went to school for community and public health. You told this story before, but go ahead. Yeah. So I went to school for community and public health. Yep. I realized by the end of the program that it was not something that I wanted to it's do. It's not real. for you, Queen. Um, then I was like, well, what am I going to do? I started working at, at a daycare. I worked in childcare. Um, I was an infant teacher. <laughs> God I, bless so you. I kept infants. Uh, I did that for like four years, four or five years. So yeah, I did, did it, it like towards the end of college. Did it for a while. And then... I actually looked for jobs in health and I actually interviewed for jobs in health and I didn't I land remember. any of the jobs. I, I remember. And so I ended up working at a daycare in Franklin only because they paid more. And I ended up establishing a good relationship with one of the kids that I had in my classroom's mom. And so that lady came in my classroom one day and was like, I have a job for you or I, I have a job that I think you'd be good at or whatever. And so then I applied for the job. I actually didn't even get it the first time because they ended up hiring somebody internally. And then she came to me again like three months later with the with same position, but in like a, like a different program. And I got that job. And so I worked in that position for three years. So I started as a project coordinator. When I left, I was a project manager. Big money. Well, Big money. I quit that job because I wasn't little money satisfied. <laughs> but now, well, last year I threw my first event on my own. So that's why I Big said money. we be sitting like we be trying to figure out like what's our purpose oh, and like all today. that stuff. But it's it's the moments that are I think that are most frustrating in your life that define what your purpose is. Mm. So it's like you have to go through the struggle moments because I was I was I was miserable working at the daycare. I was miserable working at the project management office, mm -hmm. uh, you know, doing project management, uh, working for corporate. But last year I was able to do my first event. And after that first event, I felt like part of my purpose was connection, connecting black women to each other to help each other um, in their own business. I got some questions. Go ahead. And um and so now I'm kind of like in this in-between sp space of like what I'm right. going to do next. Um, but I know that what I did last year was the foundation to what my next step is. So I'm not always just sitting there <laughs> trying to figure out like, what's my purpose? Nah, what's my purpose? I think, it, I think it just kind of manifests over time. Um, obviously, it takes work to find it but like I said in each phase in your life leads to something else ooh a girl snapping too talk to him so what's your question my question is about all the purpose and the phases and the days of the week when you find out your purpose what can your significant other do to help you on that path come on man so he, or whatever, I said he, just because I'm talking about you, but your significant other has to be supportive, understanding, and patient. Um, because a lot of times when we start tuning into ourselves and we start figuring out the things that we want to do, a lot of times it's question. very confusing to the person that we're dating. Okay. Because 
does it, it just may not make sense. And you okay. have to understand that you're still two separate people. Um, two separate entities who have two different purposes. And so, you know, like you and I, we go about things very differently. Wow. Um, All in water. Yeah, like we're like night and day. However, I said this to somebody the other day. Um, Because I've talked, you know, we've always, we've always been open about like our disagreements. And, oh, yeah, we are. You know, us arguing and it's just because we both have very strong personalities. But I, I have always said, I don't think I've ever said this to you. I'm about to get somewhere. But I've always yeah. said that I feel like God brought you to me. Hallelujah. So that I can be in the space to be able to figure myself out. Like you give me the space and the freedom because not all men are for the stay at home mom life. I literally know <laughs> relationships. It's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> I, I know couples and relationships and the, and the man is literally like, no, you got to work. Um, so I, I like when I'm like journaling and stuff, I'm like, I'm just so grateful that I have a husband that allows me to sit at home and figure it out. Now you That's never not told me that. Thank to be you. like sit at home and do nothing, but literally sit at home and figure it out. Like I'm staying at home with Blake, but mm. I also have the space to sit up and just be like, like last year. I think you, I think you thought I was joking, but I literally was like, I want to do this event. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> like, I don't think you were joking. Uh -huh. Um, how you gonna do it? Like that's what I was. That's my how next are you question. gonna pay for it? Yeah, like, and all go. those things. But and I just kept saying, I don't know. You did keep I, I saying like, that, and I was, I was nervous. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, was she, like, I was nervous. I don't know. I was like, but I feel like this is something that I'm supposed to be doing in this in this moment, um, and I feel like the money will come to me, and yeah. it did. Um, so I do appreciate you for being very patient, because <laughs> I do know that I do have these ideas, mm. and a lot of times they don't make sense to you until it's actually happening. Yeah. <laughs> My biggest thing with that, though, um, not with you, but. So from the foundation, you found your purpose. Now your spouse or your significant other, it's time for them to go out and support your purpose. Now, when does your purpose start either one, generating income or two, becoming an expensive hobby? Because two things can happen. You find your purpose. It can start generating income or become an expensive hobby. Now, with that being said, if it's an expensive hobby and you enjoy doing it, but you're also paying for it. You're like, you're like it's not taken away from your time with your family. And when I mean expensive, I mean not monetarily, uh, um, but also time management. Also, um, doing like being there as a wife is not making you frustrated. It's not just causing you a lot of stress. So when does it become an expensive hobby with all that being said? Or is it going to be something that's fulfilling? Well, I think you have to know like, what you want mm, okay, okay, and your intentions behind whatever it is you're working on, because we could, we could have said that what I was doing was an expensive hobby. And like I said, I got stories to tell y'all. <laughs> I can't talk about them yet. We both do. Man, I can't wait. But <laughs> We've been alluding to these conversations for at least since last year. It has a lot to do with lawsuits and legal legalities. Yeah. So, you know, you could have been like, this is a very expensive hobby, just give it up. But 
I'm also, I see the big picture. Mm. You know and so what? I feel like I, it's up, like, I feel like it's up to you to trust me. Okay. In that. Now, I do expect you. So if you're like, okay, India, this is taking too long to get off the ground and I really need you to go back to work. To me, that is like, okay, you genuinely need my help right now and I'm like okay well all right <laughs> if you were to come to me and tell Pop me your that ass then, on LinkedIn. yeah then I, you know I, I would just have to find a job in that moment yeah um, yeah I get it I'm grateful that that has not happened uh, <laughs> <laughs> help me. but I do understand that that could happen yeah. so it's not something that would be like you know completely left field if you were to come to me and say that you needed me to support you in that way um but you keep saying like once you find your purpose I don't think we ever stop yeah I don't think we do either I think that things keep you grow. so like you for evolve. instance with you um, I was about to get to me Go when ahead. I first met you, well, I'm not even going to talk about your business. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not even going to talk about your business. But, business even, but even, even that is about to manifest into something. Yeah, it's taking me somewhere else. I didn't it's, even know. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, you know, we start off with, with a micro idea. Hmm. And then it, it's really like you have an idea. God gives you the idea. But you planning small. You hmm. playing small. You thinking small. Got to fertilize the seed. Yeah, God will take take that thing to a whole nother level. <laughs> Facts. Um, but you did these sneaker conventions. I knew you were about to say that. I knew you were going to say In that. In that moment, you could have genuinely thought that that was part of your purpose. That, that was the vibe. That was what you were going to do. You were going to throw these huge time. sneaker conventions. We were going to, you know, keep traveling. and But it ended. You realize that, listen, people really be trying to cross good people, mm. but I ain't going to go into that either. We talked about it before. However. We talked um, about it before. This on the past episode too. But, like I said, you, you could have kept working towards that. Yeah. You, you yeah. could have kept working towards that. Um, however, it gave you the skills. You yeah. learned some good things in that moment. Plenty. <laughs> Bear and I could actually do. We could have our own event planning mm -hmm. team Big if we wanted to. Big like facts. between the two of us, we have planned some things. Okay, um, but that was amazing in that moment. You could have thought that was your purpose, but then you stopped doing that. Yeah, and you started throwing parties. Yeah, you sat in that for a minute. You you threw parties for a couple of years. Yeah, and in Still. that moment, you if had homecoming is back this year. Be on the lookout. MTSU homecoming. We back. Are if, we? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> like I don't, what? But if we if it is happening, we're back. Go ahead. I won't be there, child. I'm, I'm scared of the club. I'm fized out. <laughs> fized um, out. So yeah, that was that was a that was a whole different moment in your life. Yes, it was. Good time. Good time. And then after the parties, you started the podcast. Yes. We settled down and you know, we had a baby and we've been doing a podcast and um now we're looking to that. We don't know where this is gonna take us. This is, this is it right here, baby. This is like, passion. We Hard we boss. know where we want it to take us. 
But again, we could be thinking small or we could be re redirected. We could be rerouted into something completely different. Could be. Different. So I think it's all about going after what you love yeah. in the moment. Yeah. It's like if you're doing something that you're passionate about it and you lose that passion for it, find another passion. Ooh, hold up, hold up. <laughs> she came to talk. I came to listen. Um, Let's get it. And you can put it down and revisit it because we started this conversation because I was talking about clothes and me liking to dress and things like that. But I had lost about interest something. about it. But I see, had completely lost interest. But then, like, I get dressed up and I'm like, dang, I would love to, like, do something where I could be this fly every day. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question. Does it come a point where you find your purpose and then you start to kind of back off from your purpose either because you're nervous or I don't know because it's just not happening as fast as you would like it to but your significant other sees the potential in you at that <laughs> point what is that person supposed to do you have to give them the space to figure it out how much space do you give somebody when they have the potential the tools the resources to make things happen but something is preventing them from doing it and okay i know all it's right, yourself so, you know we we can just go ahead and talk about it so y'all if you've been following us for a long time you know i used to have a blog i'm gonna take it back what's my blog go ahead i'm and gonna take so it back i was doing style blogging blogging about clothes and all that thing yeah. all those sorts of things and then i got oh we talking today we talking talking i like this i got pregnant um, this is a bit more. And I was like so sick during my pregnancy that I just couldn't do it. Like the whole idea of doing photo shoots, pulling outfits and all of that stuff. I literally just wanted to live in a moo-moo. <laughs> That's it. Yuck. I don't even know what a moo-moo so, is. A cow? I just wanted, like, if I could walk around my nightgown 24-7 when I was pregnant, that's what I would have done. So after I had, like, I kept trying to get into it, but... I I felt really self-conscious about my image, just the way that I looked. Because you have your, you know, you live your whole life with one body, then you have a baby, the shit changes instantly. And Gravity. it was just, like, I was very Gravity. insecure. Um, and I just wasn't, it was just like me feeling myself as a whole. And I mean... I guess if you've been paying attention to the podcast or if you at least follow me on Instagram, you could probably see the changes. Cause you like see the transition anytime now. I'm you like see it. going through something, I like I probably do something drastic to my hair. You could almost bet that anytime I'm going through something, I take it out on my hair. So <laughs> I cut my hair back off two years ago. Ball head scallywag. Um, and so I just wasn't feeling it. So like good, I just though. I just wasn't feeling it. But now I and I was just talking to somebody about this earlier today. Yeah. Um, you know, at first I was like, I really want to have another baby this year. You were you all about baby, then, baby. But then for like whatever skeet, skeet. reason, like this year, I feel like I'm finally like getting my groove back. And some of the things that used to interest me are starting to interest me again. And so now I'm like, well, I kind of just, you know, want to have a high girl summer. <laughs> live my best life. <laughs> I want to have a one baby life and live my best life. It's okay. Well, I don't want a one baby it's life. It's okay. Um, we all got our wants and needs. Shout out to Drake. But I know that you, you're like, you need to be doing this and you know, you need to be... Da -da -da -da. But 
it's hard to like make it's hard to make somebody see their potential when they don't see it themselves. Yeah. And see, that's that's a message because no matter how hard I tried, how much I kicked, how much I screamed, I was talking to myself. I feel like I'm talking to myself a lot of the times when I'm explaining to her full transparency. I'll take it back to New York when Blake was conceived um, in a <laughs> Brooklyn hotel. <laughs> I'll take it back. We went on that trip. With the intent on her taking pictures for a blog, we found a photographer that said in the third, like we were on the way, like this is what she wanted to do. And I'm like, man, let's do it then. There's no reason why you can't do it. I see all these other people out here doing it. You want to do it? Shit, let's do it. And I'm not saying because everybody else was doing it, she had to do it. No, no, no. I'm saying that this is something she wanted to do. And I wanted to make sure we got it done right. So, boom, we did all that. It was popping. Like, she was going through, like, climbing the ranks, I feel like. Then all of a sudden, she get pregnant. And I was like, damn, boom, all right, what shit? Still doing your thing? You got some nice-ass overalls. I showed the picture. She was pregnant. She had some overalls on, still kicking flavor. Like, how you kick flavor and be pregnant in overalls? I'm trying to figure it out. Anyway, fast forward, boom. She just said, Blake came. All of a sudden, she just... Became a shell of herself. Now, I know about postpartum depression because she put me on game. So I'm not even discounting that. Like, she, maybe she was going through the little postpartum, not little. I didn't have postpartum depression. I had postpartum anxiety. Postpartum anxiety. You see what I mean? So I never tried to force anything upon her that she didn't want. However, now, ain't no post nothing. I feel like it's fast forward. Foot on the gas, back in they ass. I'm trying to make her see the woman she is destined to be. Give it up for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm always wondering. Like, you found your purpose. Hey, I want to dress like this all the time. I want to kick a little flavor. All right. Now you found your purpose happening. Found a purpose of yours happening right now. What are you going to do to, one, cultivate it? I know what I need to do to support it. And how are you going to stick to it? That's all I wanted to know. We brought it up. I just wanted to talk about it. Hope y'all enjoyed it. It's all you got? You got something else? Because I'm ready. I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess, well, no, I know, I know what I want to do. <laughs> so we'll just start there. Um, I'm not waiting. See, and, and I told her, I'm always telling her this. This is something I'll tell anybody, right? Sometimes we put us we put ourselves in like spots where we can always find convenient excuses for ourselves. A big one that shit sometimes I make. Oh, I need X. Oh, I need Y. Oh, I don't have this. Oh, I don't have that. Man, sometimes it's about putting the camera up, pressing play. And going on about your day. It's not about, man, I need a situation. Lil Wayne said that in the song with Drake. Stop trying to wait on a situation and make the situation happen. You'll be waiting forever. And you always find a convenient excuse on why you shouldn't do something. Oh, man. Well, you know, today I don't even feel like doing this afro I got. Baby, I need the ponytail. And shit, I can't even go out and buy the hair for this ponytail because the beauty supply shop closed. And shit, I mean, now, look, this shirt don't even fit right no more. I mean, now, mm, the clothes in my closet, what if people done already seen it? It's like, bro, at what point 
do we stop making excuses and start executing? And that's all I be saying. You just put them excuses out of your ass. No, I didn't. I do it yes, too, though. Did. I do it myself. Like I said, I tell India this all the time. For instance, video in the podcast. I could have did it on my iPhone. I made an excuse. Man, I want a camera. I want this. I want that. You know, so I made myself do it. Working out. We all make excuses about working out. I'm not saying you, but we all do it. I want this. I want that. If you want a personal training, nothing's stopping you. But if until you can afford it, go out there and do 100. Do what you got to do Ooh, in order wait. to build up. I've been doing these YouTube workouts by this girl <laughs> named Chloe Ting. Big when Chloe. She is working this ass all the way out. <laughs> And it's free. But guess what? She you has a make- website. Just go to and she literally has full workout programs. Like right now, I'm doing something called 21 Day Hourglass. And so she is like snatching this waist and lifting this ass. Let me tell y'all something. Or okay. you can go on over to joyandlife.com and purchase a Joy Chavez. You know? Why- Okay, Chloe Tings is free. Listen to me. <laughs> because he just mentioned a personal trainer. So maybe you are not, maybe you're in between blessings right now. Okay. And your okay, next blessing right. hasn't come yet in order for you to be able to afford the personal trainer. So you don't need to be putting out money if you're trying to keep it in. Chloe Ting is free. Chloe Ting may be free. Honestly, every every form of exercise that I'm doing right now, I'm doing it from YouTube. I, my yoga classes are on YouTube. Um, I have now. I do try to support, you know, my black folks, but uh, Chloe Ting is Asian. Um, so but how I you gonna discount found, my girl Joy like that? I have found a bunch of dope um, black yogis on Instagram. So I do yoga classes from black girls on Instagram too. Listen, man, if y'all want a real workout, Joy in Life. <laughs> I know you about to get mad. That's why I keep saying it. Anyway. Back to our regular scheduled program. All I'm saying is stop making these excuses and start doing. Are you talking to me or are you talking to them? I'm talking to anybody who needs to hear this. (laughs) Shit. You talking to somebody out there needs somebody right now was waiting on. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Don't wait. If if you want to start a podcast, hit me up. But I'm I, gonna charge you, but hit me up. Ain't no need to wait. I got you. But, but I do I'm gonna think charge that you. people need to stop thinking that they have just one purpose in life. I yeah. don't think nobody has one purpose in life. Whether it's to inspire, create, cultivate. I don't know. There Whatever. it is. There it, it you, is. Like it's not. It, it doesn't just stop with one thing you're good at. The thing is, we're good at so many things. Like, okay, all of us here on this earth, and it sucks because, uh, you know, a lot of us were raised, or not raised, but we were in a lot of situations in our lives forced us to believe that we were not good at many things. Some of us, it's like, um, if you're not something that people are traditionally, like, if you're not an athlete, if you can't do a left hand layup, in artist, if you're if you not draw, a, a singer. singer you know what I'm a saying? Musician. You know, you kind of feel like you don't have a purpose and there's not many things you're good at, but a lot of us have so many things we're good at. I didn't find out that I could bake until quarantine. That ain't something that I'm trying to cultivate any further, but I can bake. You know what I'm saying? So, what? Go ahead. I'm listening. What were you making faces? I wasn't making a face. Go ahead. Continue on. You literally tore my cakes up. 
And I've made some bomb cookies. What cakes are you talking about? And what cookie are you talking about? Hey, yo. Tear them cakes up. You are annoying. Not mine. Aha! Go ahead, get down. Anyways, um, I just say I think that people should start experimenting with things. Like when you when you think about stuff, it's like that comes to your mind. You're like, oh, I think I want to try that. Try it. Cause you may actually be good at it. And give and it a shot. Be- like you give it a shot if it if it doesn't cost too much money. <laughs> Cause some shit, you'd be like, I'm about to go put up a studio in my bedroom. I'm gonna start rapping tomorrow. First. Ask somebody with an unbiased opinion, can you rap? If they tell you yeah, and then buy you a microphone and one of those little studio wrap arounds and go from there. Don't just go out and jump in the studio. The next hobby that I want to try. Here we go. It's pottery. You know that. Oh, yeah, you've been saying that for a while. Yeah, and I want to learn what? how to make pottery. So that that's like the next thing that I want to <laughs> experiment with. In addition to the other things that I'm working with. Like obviously I still have my store, I still have the events that I'm doing. Um, and all that kind of stuff pottery. but I do want to take pottery classes next I want to learn how to make my own dishware my thing about the pottery she told me how much the pottery classes were this is the only time where I kind of was like eh. you came to me and you were like hey I want to do pottery now mind you this was in the midst of a lot of other things that we were going through she, out of the blue I want to do pottery I told her no like okay if you're going to take care of that be my guest. And that's what I said. Be my guest. Do all the pottery. Get muddy as hell. Get moldy and muddy as hell. Play with your pots and pans, but don't let it come between us and don't let it come in our pockets. It's kind of what I said, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm putting it out there right now because let me tell y'all why I say but that. It don't matter because bears should know by now. It may not happen today, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. And I also know something about you too by now. You pick up some things now and you and you gun ho about them at first, right? It's kinda like a kid. But that's want why this toy. you you try it to see if you're gonna like it. Going and if back. you don't, you go to something else. Exactly. But let's make sure that it's not too time and cost consuming. I don't wanna hear it. You All literally right. used to make lapel pins. I don't wanna hear it. I made money off lapel pins too. I could okay. still make them. I taught myself. I didn't have to go to a class. Okay, well, for this thing, I have to go to a class. So <laughs> I didn't have to go. Look, let that was a horrible example. When I start, but I'm saying, it, no, it's an example of how you have interest in things okay. and then you drop them because you no longer are interested in them. Okay, you got me. All you right. was like, I don't want to, I'm not making no mother pills. You had, literally, you had literally started, you had a website, people was ordering them, they you were. thought it was going to be a thing, you thought it, it was going to be big and all that, and then you just it stopped doing been. it. You stopped doing it. I wanted to outsource. I was hand making them too. And it was like taking too much time at night. I'm like, man, I want to outsource so bad. So I decided not to outsource. But you can go to bluechipco.com and you can still see them. But don't order nothing because I'll refund your ass tonight, today. You still pay for that website? I love that website. (laughs) 
<laughs> the fuck you mean? Still paying for it. I pay for what I want to pay for it. Like, it's like, what, $10? You pay for what you want to pay for. Hey, yeah, hey. Okay. I pay for you to enjoy shopping. Y'all did your COVID thing if you need I'm it. I'm not doing it. All right. Well, you I don't want to get, you you don't get fine for the summertime. You don't want to have a hot summer. I'm already fine. You I don't need a, your validation. I'm fine as hell. What are you? I'm saying you are, but I, I told you were fine in the beginning of the episode. And then we argued about it because I told you you were fine tonight. And you got upset. No. You got your pink panties in a bunch. No. Okay. I'm just letting you I know. I told you not talking about my boobs. That's what I told you. Your boobs are full. What's wrong with saying your boobs are full? What's going on? I don't know, man. I can't compliment with my own wife. Help me out. Because you don't know how to give non-sexual compliments. <laughs> You're beautiful. Thank you. I don't End think. It there. Matter of fact. End it there. No, no, I gotta keep, I gotta, I gotta keep going. Be done. I don't think you're beautiful. I think you're beyond it. All right. <laughs> but I had something I really wanted to talk about, man, because I know that it's Mental Health Awareness Month. And I want to give y'all a peek inside of one of my therapy sessions. Transparent moment. I haven't been in about a month. I said I was going to go back this week if time allowed. But let me get to something that was said. It was a breakthrough. Now, we were talking, and me and my girl Myra going back and forth, going back and forth. And she mentioned, she said, you know what? You got to be in control, don't you? I said, nah, like, I'm cool on control. So we kept talking back and forth, juggling the word control. And she said, you know what? I take that back. Because you are a relative. She's natural. She said, you are a natural, nice person. I can tell you give, you give, and give. I remember the conversation. You're a giver. She said, you're going to give everything. But you also want to know if you give somebody something that you can rely on that person. And that's what I want to talk about. How reliable are you in your relationship? It was a breakthrough for me because I'm like, damn, you're right. And she went back and she equated that to a lot of things that I was talking about. It went from the dishes. It went from like uh, you doing stuff around the house. It just kind of bubbled out and extended. She's like, so if any it doesn't do the dishes, it's not like you um, are getting upset about controlling the dishes. You want to know that if something happens to me, I can depend on you, Andy, my wife. Now, with that being said, I thought about it, like, damn, we always talk about breaking trust and how important it is to be trusting in a relationship. Nobody ever talks about how, how important it is to be reliable in a relationship. And for me, after she pointed that out, I started thinking to myself, like, that's more important or right up there with trust. It's easy to gain somebody's reliability. I'm sorry, it's hard to gain say. it, but it's easy to break it because once you break that thing, once I found out that you are not reliable and I cannot depend on you, then after that, it's hard to earn that back. Like trust, we talk about trust all the time, but I'm telling you, reliability is the exact same thing. And that's why she was like, you know what? You work so much and then you get so tired and then you complain. So it's not like you're complaining about working. You are complaining about the fact that you have to do so much work. And if in the event something ever happens to you, can you rely on India? That's what she said. Hmm. Pull back the curtain. And it was a revelation. I said, damn, are you reliable? Not you. But I'm, I had to ask myself that. I'm not asking you that right now. But how do you feel about that? 
Um, I mean, I think it's true. I, I mean, obviously, I think our situation is different, though. Not, not, like our, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, but our situation is different because obviously I stay at home. Right. So it's like reliable, I guess, in what ways? Like, are you talking right. about like reliable financially? Like if something, if, if, shit hit the, if shit hit the fan, could I depend on you financially? Obviously not because I'm a stay-at-home mom. But in whatever, or if you're talking though. about, what do you mean whatever? Like, reliable across the board. If I called you and said India, cut the oven on to, if I called you and said India, I need $100 to, if I called you and said India, can I do whatever? Like, don't break it down. The question is, how reliable? Well, no, you have to break it down. Because like I said, our situation doesn't fit the mold for most couples. So, take if, you, if you're talking about financial, thing. yeah, yeah exactly. We ain't talking so, about that. But, I feel you like think you, you are reliable. Yeah, I feel like you can. Now, when I ask you, I need you to remind me, I mean that. And see, sometimes for me, it's always little things that I may ask her to do, and then she'll forget. And I'm like, bro. It, and it could be the small things when it comes to being reliable. Y'all might say, ah, oh, man, it's this small. But if I go and I say, hey, India, before I go, I need you to cut the oven on 350 for me. Boom, I'm about to go run down the street to the store. And when I get back, I want to go ahead and put the food in and have it done quick. And if I come back home and I still see the time on the damn oven and it doesn't say 350, I'm going to get upset because then I'm going to like start compartmentalizing things like that and be like, damn, man, I actually do one thing. And then I start to feel like I'm always taking the back burner. I'm always on the back seat of her priorities. Whatever she has going on, it's one thing to forget. And that's cool. People forget things all the time. However, it's another thing to just be constantly dropping the ball when somebody asks you to do little stuff. But it's some of that kind of like nitpicking too because you you also forget things. But I just right. kind of be like, I mean, it's you nit- forgot. And I also think it depends on your personality too. Like you See? have a very like almost type A personality. Like, you get very anal about things. Mm. So, Facts. I also feel like part of that is meeting your partner's needs. Like, if I know that that's something that you require of me, like, I know that you're at this at this point. I do know you so well that I know. Mm. Like you asked me to do that this morning. He was like, "Hey, can you turn on the oven so I can make cinnamon rolls?" Like an example or whatever. Yeah. And I knew not for me for Blake. By the way, I did eat one. But. I knew that had I not done it, you would have been upset. <laughs> yes. So, like I said, it's about knowing your partner because had I asked you and you forgot, I would not have gotten as upset. As you would have gotten. But see, for me, and this is where I go back, I go back to how reliable are you and how reliable have you been? Hard. I mean, it's hard to gain it, easy to break it, right? If you have showed me time after time again, if I ask you to do something, the thing may or may not get done, at that point, I'm going to start not relying on you. I'm like, ah, she may do it. And then when you don't do it, when you prove me right and don't do the thing that I already asked you to do, but I don't expect you to do it, then I'm going to be upset. And this is why I'm like, man, 
being reliable in a relationship is one of the, should be a pillar up there with trust, love, and reliability. Right well, up yeah, there. Yeah, you definitely have to be reliable. Obviously, that's, I feel like you shouldn't, you shouldn't marry somebody if you can't depend on them. That's part of saying. that is, like, I feel like that's just a big part of marriage in general. So on a scale like, of one to, to ten. marry somebody, like a bad. lifelong partner, somebody that you know without a doubt that you can depend on. I feel like that's not something that you think about once you're already in <laughs> the marriage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that that's stuff that should be thought about before... You say I do. Like, okay. can I depend on this person? But sometimes you don't fan? know. Not like a sick out if shit hits the fan. I think you have I, stuck on this point. Not even just saying if shit hits the Can I just depend on you to just be there for the small and the little? Like I just mentioned, it could be, the, uh, it could be whatever. I need that, to know. That's what I'm saying. You, like, you have a very like type A personality. You're nitpicking. It's like, hey, India, you for I asked you to bring me toilet paper and <laughs> you forgot to bring me toilet paper. I can't depend on you to bring me toilet paper. Like you should have seen that's I can't. the type of stuff that you get oh, upset about. It. And to me, it seems so small. It seems so small. And that's why I said part of what you're talking about is meeting your meeting your partner in their specific needs. Like, everybody is not like you. That will not bother everybody. Like, for like even like the other day, you was like, hey, can you bring my charger in here? And I fuck, I went downstairs and forgot to bring the fucking charger. And then you, you got like... <laughs> I just asked I like, you, could you bring I the charger? I just asked you to bring me a charger. Exactly. Like, bro, how difficult is it for you to remember to bring a charger? Can I tell you something? So you said I asked you to bring some toilet paper, right? Yeah. And you should have said, damn, you can't remember shit. Get it? <laughs> it was a dad joke. Continue. Anyways. So that's and that's why I keep going back to like the big stuff. Cause to me, being able to depend on you in in the big times is more important yeah. than me asking you like hey can you turn the air down when you go downstairs and it's you forget to do that and it's like dang outside. I can't de I can't depend on you it's like that's the stuff that you get so irritated about because but that is your moments, personality yeah but these small moments to me and like you said it's something that y'all got to figure out when it comes to you and your partner, like how y'all giving it up. But with these small moments to me build up to an avalanche effect. And I'm like, all right, it's the air. All right, it's the phone charger. All right, it's the oven. All right, it's this, it's that. It's going to come a time where I ask you to do one big thing that's going to depend on like, I don't know, not life or death, but it's going to really depend on something big. And you're going to forget. And then I'm gonna be left hanging out to dry. Well, so I could I could give you an example. It's like I asked you, you know, I bought that little rack. I bought that little rack to hang downstairs, yeah. and I asked you to hang that up two weeks ago, and it's still hanging, sitting in the same place. You gotta remind so, me. I just didn't even know it was right there. But this, it's the same situation. It's literally the same situation okay, because tomato, to tomato. early, like, no, it's not tomato, <laughs> tomato. Okay, it's go like, ahead. To you, it, it's it's That's like what I'm saying. See, exactly. you're, you're make so the things that you get upset, you like, it's a big deal to me. There you go. But to me, you're like disregarding. The fact that I asked you that, and it's like, well, shit, I could have, I could have easily been like, hell, if I, if, if my daddy was here, or if had I asked my daddy, he would have hung it up. But there was a moment of forgetfulness because I really forgot when you brought it up right then. I'm like, damn, I forgot so right then. So when I don't, 
so when you asked me for the charger, that wasn't a moment of forgetfulness? All like, right. I'm confused. You, all right, I can tell you the difference between the two real fast. If I ask you for a charger and then I'm working at something and my phone is about to die, this is what I'm saying. Like, I'm asking you for a charger, something that is functional, something that I need at the moment to help me to continue to be, I don't know, um, in my zone or continue to be functional. I just said that functionality, right? The thing you're asking me to do is hang up a purse and a key rack. All right, cool. Big to you. Totally get it. Totally understand it. I forgot. I need to get on top of it. But that's not going to affect your functionality, right? It does my affect fu my functionality because the house is cluttered. Because I don't have nowhere to put my purse. I'm sick of hanging the purse on the stairwell and on the, ch on the chairs. So okay. to me, that's a big deal. And you disregard it. But you don't like when I disregard <laughs> the things that you get upset about. All because right. You're sitting here talking about this charger, and I could easily no, I say, I it up well, but oh, no, it's an example. Yeah. It's an example. Right. You're saying, well, I've been up here working, and now my phone dead, and I really need my charger. Whose fault is it that your phone is dead? It's, it's not my not fault. It's not your fault, but at the same time, can I rely on you to just to bring me a phone charger in a time of need? Can I rely on you? In my time of need, big, small, tall, or ball. If I'm asking and I'm depending upon you, I need to know that you're going to be there. I don't care if it's a mountain or a molehill. I need to know that you're, you got my back without a shadow of a doubt. That's it. That's all I want to talk about. Give it up. You got something else to say? Can we can keep going. But it's really, I, and it's not a personal attack on you. It's something that I discovered while I was in therapy. It and I is wanted like to a talk personal about. attack no, on me because you literally took the situation that you were talking about in therapy. Yeah, oh yeah, so for it's sure. an actual real situation. So you're talking about me. That's what I'm saying. Like, Got you. but now nah, you it can't came sit up down and be to it came down to me and Myra thinking I had a control issue, but it wasn't that. It was more of a reliability issue, and I'm always concerned that if something were to ever happen, this is now the big part, if something were to ever happen to me, shit is going to just unravel. And that's what we talked about. That's what I, I talked to my therapist, too. I say shit. Oops. But uh, <laughs> shit would just come unhinged. Nothing will continue to flow as needed. And that's all it was. It, wasn't, it was not a personal attack against you. It's more so like do I need to just unwind and relax and just not you do. overthink things so much? I think it's a combination of a reliability issue and a control issue. Man, we had a because good question. Because you don't even like... Shit. Didn't we just talk about this downstairs with my mama? What? About you not being able to ask for help. Like, you're incapable of asking for help. And we you talking about that? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. We were talking about setting up the podcast stuff. And you yeah. was like, well, did you help me? And my mama was like... Did you ask her to help you? We're not finna like, go. And then your mama so, <laughs> said what? Then your mama said what? Don't talk. Well, did you offer to help? But okay. right. but we you and I, I both know. You sound. and I both know why I did not offer to help. However, we're not gonna talk about that right now. But like I said, I think it's the now combination of you just We here. I gotta get to it. I don't even know like where you get <laughs> that from. We here. We are here. Let me tell y'all. My girl said. You're not done with the podcast yet? And I'm a That's not what I said. We're not going to talk about it. She's not going to keep you, it funky. I asked you, I were you done it. yet? I asked you, were you done yet? That's it. I said, are you done? 
And you took it to a whole nother level. Because I don't like when people asking me if I'm done doing something when they haven't lifted a finger, when they not up here talking, talking to me. I'm up here solo, dolo, doing my thing, trying to move as fast as I possibly can. And then when I come down, instead of you asking nicely or being polite about it and say, hey, you done what you need me to do? And you know I'm going to say nothing because I don't want you to help me out with it. And you know I'm going to say nothing. But sometimes no. in moments like that, it's good for you not to say anything or for you to say, offer, offer no, a helping hand. I'm not going to say just anything. And I'm not going to keep offering you help when you keep telling me no. All right. We ain't got to get into this right now. We're not going <laughs> like, to agree. We're not going to agree. I'm not going to, but I'm going back to the thing. It's like, in a sense, you do like, you have an issue like releasing control. It's like, I feel like you be wanting to help. But you don't trust people to help you. That's with anybody. Mm. That's not that. That ain't even just with me. That's with friends. That's it's like nope. You are very much so. A, I'm a do it myself type of person because I know if I do it, I'm gonna get it right. And she I'm gen I'm, gen I'm generally the same. She ain't lying because. <laughs> Like, when I'm, like, knee-deep in, like, event season or, like, whatever the case is, and he's like, well, what can I help you with? And I'm like, nothing. Nothing. Because you cool. don't know about it. And it's cool. And I'll say bet. So, but I, but, but the, the point is, I need for you to know that I'm there. I need for you to know if you need something, I can step in. And it's all I be trying to do. I just be needing you to know that I am reliable. And if the event shit fall off or if you need, if one of your vendors pull out or if you need me to drive a U-Haul or if you need me to pick up some chairs, just know I'm going to take out work because I know what comes first. And it's you. So part of me is what I'm saying. I'm like, reliable. Part, Ten toes. Part of me feel just be feeling like it's just like a shortage of communication when it comes to us asking, like just genuinely asking each other for help. Okay. It, and I don't, I don't think it's necessarily that we can't trust each other to help. It's just we don't trust nobody to help. I trust a few people. I trust you a, a, enough to help with something, something you're super good at. I know you're going to knock it out of the park. Other things, pray for me. All right. How you feel about that? That was a good talk. Pray man. for me. That was, this what you talking a, about? Listen, we talked for 54 some odd minutes about things that we've been going through and just therapy and just passion and purpose. This is a good conversation. You quit therapy. I'm going to go back. You Shit. quit therapy. No, I didn't quit. I took a hiatus. Once we had a breakthrough, I wanted to see how good my breakthrough was going to be. But I'm going to go back to my is good, too, man. Therapists have a way of putting things that you try to say it, and it just don't come out the right way. But when they say it, it sounded like they have just planted the world. And you're like, damn, man. Hung the world, I'm sorry. And you're like, damn, that was amazing. Even the reliable thing, when she said, you know what? It's not. You're not controlling it all. You just can't rely on people. And that's your issue. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And I feel You're like right. when people are like that, it's because growing up or in like all these other situations prior to like whatever happened before you actually got with your partner, you encountered a lot of people that you could not rely on. Sometimes a lot of people let you down and you're trying to figure out how to bounce back from it. Yeah. Even at 26 years old. 
All right, let's get into my favorite subject of the podcast. Here we go, segment. Now unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. So in this week, in B-Love's relationship, it's a sentence. India mentioned that her mom was here earlier. And we were talking. We had a whole conversation on the way back from Blake's soccer game. And we were talking about, like, different things. And then I said something that I wanted to come on the podcast and say. And I said, hey, once you find something to do it for, you start doing more. And I said, oh, put it on a shirt. Once you find something to do it for, you start doing more. And we were having a conversation about actually purpose. Like, hey, I like to work. I like to go ahead and finish projects. I like to start new ideas and finish them. But I also know now I'm doing it for my family. I want my family to be in a better position. I want my son to have something passed down to him if ever I leave or ever something happens to me. I want him to be able to have this tangible item to go ahead and move on through life with. Now, that's what I do it for. And whatever we were talking about, I forgot what it was at the time, talking about getting in trouble and how to stay out of trouble. And once you find, like, what are you doing it for? Even in your relationship, man. Back in the day, man, you, you might have a vice. Your vice might be women. Used to be mine, so I found this sexy Pepto queen over here. Um, but anyway, <laughs> my vice used to be women love them. I mean, I still love all the women, but at the same time, found my queen. I'm like, man, listen, I'm doing it for my family. I can't blow everything that I worked so hard for to gain on some nothing. You know what I mean? So what are you doing it for? And that's what I want to ask y'all. What are you doing it for? Once you find what are you doing, what did you once you find something to do it for, you gotta start doing a little more. Just to go ahead and execute and be better. That's really it. I like it. Not a real relationship. A, no, it's not, know. but I feel like if you want a little bit of motivation, I feel like you should listen to the new J. Cole album. What you mean? I was listening to the album and it just made me want to like play basketball. What? No, it didn't make me want to play oh. basketball. It <laughs> just made me want to like go out and do things and be productive. Like mm, okay, I really I like that. love that new J Cole album. If Man. you need a little bit of motivation, listen to that. The intro get your day going. Though, I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to answer the homegirl's question, but her question was so good and so long that I think I might wait for next episode. So I'm going to let you go ahead and do your thing right now. I was actually going to hold this because I feel like it's going to change the tone of the podcast. I like where we're at. I like where we're at. Anyway, no, that's literally playing. not true. Playing. I know, I'm the just topic playing. is about divorce, and I feel like we just recently talked about divorce. And I got like five or six questions, and yeah, we're going to hold it down. Now. Yeah. But the homegirl, shout out to my homegirl, Demon. She asked a hell of a, she asked some very good questions that we were going to talk about today. Well, Indy started with purpose, and we just had to let the spirit take us where it took us. Tell the people where they can find you. <laughs> India.Marie. Come on, man. What's up? You can find me at BLOVE1911 on all social platforms. Be sure to follow She and I Podcast on Instagram. Hit us up, She and I Podcast at gmail.com. And also, stay tuned, She and I Podcast Happy hour. It's still coming. I'm still working. We still working. 
Don't think we're not, but man, we love y'all. Maybe we'll go to the venue this week so we can put some dates in action. Let's do it. Let's do it. But we love y'all, man, and check it out. Like always, it's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, she, I, 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 I. I.